Amen. Sa'am. Shigaha. Deuces. Shigaha. Hamei. Deuces. I went for my interview at the Fashion Week, Essex Fashion Week. I walked in and there were these tall, two bald hands and I said, you look like open hands to me. He said, anyway, how much do you want this job and could you sell me this stapler? And I said, sell you the stapler, stapler rather. I'll sell you it for a discount, bulk buy. And he said, I'll take them all. And then I had him in my grasp. I had him in my grasp for a bulk quarter of staplers. <laughs> he had it coming, he had it honey He only had himself to blame If you'd have been hun there We would have seen hun it I oh, bet honey. you you would have bargained the same Deuces <laughs> He had it coming They only had themselves to blame honey If you'd have been there If you'd have seen it I bet you you would have the hun that same no, I walked into Juice's nightclub. I said, I've got a sausage plat here. And oh. they said, You want a sausage plat? I said, Yes. And I hit him over the head with the plate. And he said, But you're my nanny pat. And I said, That's what you think. Shut up. They had it coming. Honey. Oh no. I walked in on a Friday night to Sugar Hut. I said, you all right? He said, yeah. <laughs> you all right? I said, you all right? Ten times. And before I knew it, he was dead. I bet you, you would have to hunt the same. That teaches him for opening up a bar, trying to rival the Sugar Hut. Now he's dead. <laughs> this is, again, this is a bit Sweeney Todd now. I feel like the we've, got, we've got two minutes left of it. Can we get I've to got the end? two minutes. <laughs> I can't improvise that long. This is <laughs> SNL. Jesus Christ. Well, welcome. Welcome. To this week's episode of Excuse Me Podcast. Excuse Me Podcast. Where we're going to be recapping episode six. Episode six, as they say. Of as they say in front, let's not get down that road. <laughs> let's not. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's back on the line. <laughs> um, we um, are picking yeah. up with episode six of the Anyways Essex, Essex series Essex, one. Yes. Strong episode this week, I thought. It's very funny episode. There was a lot of action, as some yeah. might say. <laughs> I thought there was lots more. Um, there seemed a lot more reality in this one, a lot less um, produced. I thought. Yes. What I enjoy about the sort of earlier seasons of reality TV programs is the dramatic zoom ins on people when things are literally happening mm-hmm. in the moment rather than being produced. And there was a yep. fantastic scene with Lauren and Mark that I will be picking up on later in the episode. Confirmed. Confirmed. Where we see that. When. Um, 
do, do yeah. you remember what year they won a BAFTA award? Because I remember it was like a real everyone was stunned, including them. <laughs> no, we should we should Google that. Hold I'm on, gonna I'm gonna do some live it. research. Don't you worry, Nicole. I've got you covered. I'm gonna do it. Someone I knew was actually working on the show. Two thousand eleven. 2011 they won the BAFTA it was the only awards an evening which is voted for by the public and oh, they took home oh, the YouTube that's... audience prize the BAFTA television awards that was beat time out when... Downton, Sherlock, Miranda Big Fat Gypsy Weddings <laughs> and The Killing I know <laughs> that was a time when the nation was fully united I do yeah. believe that that was, that was a time when we all came together and we said something has to be done about the amazing quality that we're seeing on our tv screens and we have to yeah. celebrate it we've got to reward it they first aired on the 10th of october and less than a year later they're winning a bafta that is how you make your entry into the television landscape that is i don't think you made in chelsea's ever made that kind of dent no and speaking of dent can i just show you for the listeners you may want to cut this depending on what we're about to say oh so note to, to the editor there um what's okay. going on here what? Can you see? Oh, sorry. Hang on. Sorry. Wrong screen. I'm sharing. No. Hang on. <clears throat> Wait a minute. I mean, I mean that's going to be a whole episode in itself. Is the this? plastic surgery that happened? What? That, I that, that's not even recognisable. Can you see? Uh, well, yeah. But do you remember when she first got it and she looked like that lion woman? <laughs> do you remember? Jocelyn what's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She genuinely. Did. So, listeners, we're referring to. Uh, the work that yeah. Lauren Goodchin has had done since uh, being on the only way Sussex. And look, no one here is look, everyone, everyone can have an everyone has a story. Um everyone can have a little nip and tuck. Everyone can have a little Botox. If I had the money, I'd have a face full of filler. Whoa. However, I do not. But however, at the same time, second however, is that after looking at some of the results that came out of the TOWIE cast at that time, I would maybe think, you to the old filler. Or maybe just, let's have time, rather than looking like you have pause, let's maybe yeah. have a time for pause. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you started to look like a cat woman. Yeah, and there was someone else that actually, maybe should we go straight into Les Let's talk about the rumours. And the nistiness. Let's go um, straight into it. Because I was looking at um, Tom Sanzival in yeah. the after show episodes of Vampire Rules. Riddles. Vampire Rules. And I was thinking, has he had an upper facelift? Because if you look yes. around the eye area and like the cheek area, it just looks a bit different. A bit there's something a bit off there. <laughs> Something's not adding up to me his, there. His face looks tighter. But I didn't know if that was from, like... I would imagine he'd be all up in the gua sha. I do think about that with mm. Tom Zanzivill. Yeah. And I do think that... I don't think he'd be opposed to a bit of Botox. But I also just wonder if he's just, like, working out so much that his face has become more toned i know that sounds ridiculous it could be doing like but it could it could be that he's got more like chiseled jaw therefore tightening everything but yeah. it also could be about 10 botox injections into his forehead allegedly, allegedly. as well 
allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But speaking of yes, that show, yes. I need to talk about how much I hate Tom Swartz. And I'll say it to his face, I will. I think he's despicable. And he was basically, I haven't watched the episode yet, but I've got the gist of it. He starts coming at Ariana being like, you've got an ego. When in reality, she's got absolutely no ego. He's just, yeah. he's just jealous of the fact that she is doing very well and doing lots of things and also setting boundaries. And because she's ignoring him, not talking to him because he did quite a lot of shady shit. Yeah. He now is attacking her. And then he doubles down on that within that um, little after showy thing where he starts being like, she had an ego at the time. She needs to be taken down a peg. I mean, how gross is that? Oh, sorry. I thought that was... <laughs> All right, I thought, I thought that was a different song. Sorry. Beeble <laughs> just, just needs to get a little word in there. <laughs> and when just I say a quick those, one from my right babes. Eye. Here we go. Carry on. I feel like this is oh. very villain edit. Do you know, but it is, but honestly, it is a villain. It's not even a villain edit because the thing is, right? He, he just is a villain. He is a villain. I hated the way that he was slumped in that little chair with his legs wide open because, of course, he would do that because he's a man. And then he start coming at her, being like, "She was doing this. She was doing that. She was had a huge ego. She was like being really over the top. She was when in in reality." She is just a successful woman. Yeah. And they are jealous because she's had all this success. She's still being pretty modest about it. Yeah, true. Well, and as she says, oh, you know, you haven't watched this week's episode. Yeah. But there's a moment where she says um, to someone, I think it is James Kennedy who oh, you will have seen from last week, turned up at the party and then pissed in the bush outside. Yeah, classic. Um, that he, he goes, oh, I don't want to bring the mood down, but just to say, like, I've been at you-know-who's house. And Ariana's like, you mean you know my house? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's he's talking about, uh, in the after show of the episode, sorry, they're talking about, is it in the, or is it then? He's talking about, oh, what do you say to people who think you're too big for your boots? Maybe this was in the after show, sorry. Talking on someone suggesting that. And she was like, sorry, but I'm just, it's called working. Yes, like it, yes, and it's called work. Yes, and it's working hard. And Katie yeah. was like, you don't know when these opportunities may or may not end. So why yes. wouldn't you just keep working hard? Like, to quote Rihanna. And also, speaking of um, fucking Sheena, what is her issue? Yeah, well? I said this last in last week's episode. Exactly. What is um, her issue? He seems very like. You're right. Yeah, I know. I just hit myself in the face of the mic. Oh. <laughs> just. But, um, it feels like she is also a bit. I hate to say it, jealous. She is jealous, as is Lala. Sorry. Yeah, like it, the only one who doesn't seem to be is or ones are Katie and James Gundy. Look, I want to think the best of James. As we said last week, there are some things flying around, and I loved it when he sat there in the after show and he was like, "Oh, literally, cut to me next week when something awful comes out." But <laughs> when. <laughs> When he was just like, you know what? 
um, he's like, yeah, well, that's our that's mine and Ariana's relationship. She was checking on me. I was checking on her. That's just how we are. That's our relationship. That's yeah. our relationship. And then she was like, eh, she doesn't actually. Mm-hmm. She never speaks to me anymore. But, but yeah, it's probably because you literally ran after that man. Yeah. Afterwards. And was like, trying to be mates with him again. Yeah, exactly. Which, which can I just say, it's you know, it's fine to reach out to him to see if he's okay because after everything that happened with his Yeah, friend, exactly. Fine, 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 fine. But let's not forget. And also, why are, you re- why are you not reaching out to Raquel? Because she's a boy's girl. She wants exactly. to always be mates with the boys. And that is her priority. Yeah, I think you're right. Because actually, it, there's a re- it feels like there's a reason... I know she came into the episode having had an affair with Andy Cyprian. So she was at a loss already there. But then actually, I think even I would say as much as some people may not like Lala and some people obviously love Lala, but I don't think she is a guy's girl. No, that's true. I agree with that. I think she... I don't know if I necessarily agree or disagree with what she's saying about like Tom's entitled to have his birthday party at the house as well but what about Mm. if he just finishes it early Mm. but I don't think she although she wasn't contradicting Sheena but I don't know if she's necessarily like well no now I'm saying that if you think how she spoke to Raquel when Raquel was with James yes I don't know but maybe that's not about not being like an ally for your fellow women maybe that's just about she didn't like Raquel but the thing is though is that like I think that what's happening now is a little bit of jealousy over Ariana as Lisa Vanderpump also says in this episode I I haven't watched it but I have heard snippets (laughs) where she goes everyone Ariana seems to be moving on but it's just everyone else who seems to be milking it that's and a good point. Need it a bit more, mm. and therefore they. So then they get a little bit jealous, and then Lala and Sheena become sort of like a superpowery machine. Yeah. And yeah. then because Lara, Lala is a girl's girl, she then hardcore rides for Sheena. Mm. Um. But then that's all going to come crumbling down because Sheena will always prioritize the boys over the girls. Yeah. And there'll be some bust up that happens between Lala and Sheena. I'm predicting it now. Mm, but and they, um, but they so bought their houses next door to each other. Apparently they don't. But then, but then, right? Yeah, true. Also yeah. loving the DJ set or something. <laughs> um, true. But then I didn't. Lala said that she lives in a condo now, and like that's where her mum and brother. Yes. But, so I think this oh. is where the chronology is out. In like in the show, she still lives in a Westwood apartment. And in reality, whoa, my microphone just moved there like I'm in the Rat Pack. Um, but in reality, I think she's now subsequently moved into the house. Because don't forget, in Sheena and Brock are with little um, baby um, Sun Moon are still in Marina Del Rey. And they're not. that's not the house that they then Oh, so, I didn't know that. Maybe it's whether that'll be in the series, but at some point, yeah, they are move into like house houses. And also, Lala and her brother have a big falling out because it. What I thought was funny at the start of the series, she's like, "They're my lifeline, like they're the best." Yeah. But then on Watch What Happens Live, she's like, "They don't support me. I hate them." Oh no, I missed that. Yeah, she didn't say I hate them, but she's like, she goes, "My mother's never supported me in anything I've ever done, and my brother doesn't care about me." Oh dear. 
Ooh. I don't want to win. Ooh. They are not good as gold, I would say, from that. <laughs> they are absolutely <laughs> opposite of good as gold. Um, but you had some thoughts you were saying before we hit record with regards to... Hold on. <laughs> Tom Schwartz. No, I mean, I have voiced it, I would say. Okay, fine. But what... I just... I despise that man. I think he's despicable. He's got absolutely zero backbone. And I just also... I, I wouldn't... Do you know what? Everyone deserves to be happy. And I wouldn't say that I wish ill for him. No, 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 no. But I do... I can't wait until that Joe person turns up and he really regrets starting that relationship because I think we're yeah. going to see some backlash there. Yes, and I think the one thing he says in this week's episode mm. is where the he that I'm like, oh, okay, he has got some sort of grey matter up top, but he's talking to Sansaval, and he's talking about James, and he's like, oh my god, dude, dude, let me talk to you about this, dude, come over here, and then they go and sit down on the sofa, and Sansaval's like. He goes to me like, hey, man, like, you know, like, we like, we're like, you know, brothers, like, you know, like, you did this thing to me and, like, it caused me all this pain, like, and I'm like, oh, my God, dude, like, 10 years ago, dude, and Schwartz goes, then he's like, you know, and then James, like, oh, you did this thing, it caused me so much pain, and I'm like, and then Schwartz just goes, I'm really sorry, <laughs> and Sam mm -hmm. was like, uh, no, I was like, dude, what about the thing you did to me 10 years ago, and Schwartz just goes, oh, no. He's like, you just need to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> and does, then, like, he does have snippets. So there's, there's glimmers of someone with some common sense. Cause then he's just like, you're going to have people coming up to you who are upset and feel a certain way. And you can't keep getting riled up every time. Sometimes you just have to be like, I'm sorry. And like, it's just going to, it's not going to be good for you if you keep getting so worked up. And I was like, okay. But then he just starts like being chicken shit again. So I don't know. He does start being chicken shit again. Lily live would, chicken shit. I would love to see him do a turnaround. It would be, be great. like, do you know what? I've got it together. <laughs> I realized what I missed. Katie's not perfect. I understand that. Yeah. But I also do want to see her thrive and him demise. But it'd be great if he just, you know, owned up to what he did and how he acted and how he was in that relationship. Yeah. But there's been no, he would always blame Katie. And now they're separated and he's yeah. exactly the same. And she's thriving. And she's thriving. And can I also just say about Katie thriving and plus Ariana, yeah. there's something about her thing I've seen because they did on Bravo YouTube a little tour mm. of something about her sandwich shop. And people underneath are like, yeah, okay, it's been two years, guys, and you're still not open. And I'm like, yeah, because A, they do explain why. Mm. And I think they have it across the time explain why. Yeah. And then was like, hopefully you can come back when we've got food. <laughs> but put in like a deadpan way. But I'm like, obviously, surely this series will end with an opening of something about her. Mm. And then the, the place will be open in real life. That would be Max and my... Well, if that was me, if I was doing their PR and I have absolutely yeah. no expertise in that area, mm -hmm. I would be timing the live opening in the live world to coincide with that episode going out. Because yeah. no one wants a Sheree Whitfield situation where she talks about she, she, she by Sheree so long and we finally get she by Sheree, not in autumn, spring, winter, summer, but actually going to go live. And it turns out that website did not go live 
after the reunion and she asked for some of the stuff back she gave the cast. So if you're gonna like I think she asked something back, allegedly. Um or like the pieces weren't actually available to buy. So like even if people were promoing it, they couldn't buy it anywhere. Um and as someone who has actually bought Bravo Sphere merch, yes. aka send it to Daryl, aka at least three pieces of Ariana Maddox merch. Yes, which I love. If you if you're gonna get that shop online you need to turn it right just get it online online. um speaking of getting online one thing i'd just like to say actually atlanta is portia williams although i think she's changed her name now she got married is returning to real house yes i saw this i saw this which people are wondering if that might have opened the door for phaedra to return because now candy's left and also they were the original frickin frack and as I heard on Carlos, so Carlos King's podcast, he was like, she doesn't work on Married to Medicine, but she's excellent on the Traitors. She's and excellent on like Ultimate Girls Trip, so she needs to come back to the Real Housewives. Will we ever get that Ultimate Girls Trip of her and Brandy and Carolyn Manzo? I don't think so. I don't think so. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours today about this. And they were saying about how apparently Camille's come out and said, do you know what, just show the tapes because uh, allegedly I, I, that person did say that they might have got that wrong. It might not be Camille. It might have been Alex McCord, which I love the idea of Alex McCord just getting on Twitter being like, release the tapes. Um, I've just put in the chat who I'm. Uh, my question about who is it. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> but what I said to this person, this person said, <laughs> It can't be that bad, surely, because everyone's, you know, back in Brandy. And I said, I would do a quick Google search <laughs> of what has been alleged. And that person yeah. went, oh. And I said, do a Google search and come back to me tomorrow and we'll have a chat <laughs> about it. Because it's quite bad. And dear listener, dear reader, if you have not read the allegations... Um, the alleged allegations. The alleged allegations, please refer to our episode of, I believe, last week or the previous episode where we did read you some of the breakdown of that suit. Yes, and if it does go to court... Can we go? Can, can we go? <laughs> if it does go to court and you're an American listener and you will be in proximity yes. to the uh, courthouse, um, try and get on jury service for that. Yeah, if you could, and if you could then hit us up at excuse me pod team at gmail.com and excuse me pod official on Instagram, that would be great. If you could leak leak the the, audio, yeah. Leak the audio, leak the visuals, leak whatever it is that you need to leak, just get in there. Just leak, 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 leak. I want you to mission impossible that situation. I need you to nene leaks that audio. (laughs) Because we need to see it. Because we do need to see it. And if you're listening, um, the Bravo Docket podcast. I'm sure you're going to be doing some episodes on this, so please get in touch because I I love your work. Get in touch because that is just some information that we need to know. Speaking of information that we need to know, shall and we? Speaking of information you need to know, dear listener. Yeah, is our feedback on the latest episode? The like, when I say the latest episode, isn't the latest episode that has been watched visually by myself and Jessica of the Essex of the only. Where's Essex? Now, Nicole, we had to yeah. do a couple of takes of the Denise Van voiceover last week, so no pressure. Are you oh ready? Oh, my goodness. 
okay well now i do feel pressurized <laughs> i'm i'm not good at it well i say i'm not good I at it i haven't ever bothered to try no, don't, you know what let me just let's let's do this clear out the pressure waves oh. forget forget i said that and i'll just tell myself yeah well yeah you know what hang on I'll set us. Come on, listener, get ready. Got two, two with knee fountain. Oh my god! I tried to do something there. It didn't work. So this is that. Hang on, hang on again. Um, it's like that is absolute. You know when you have those pianos at school and you click demo, that is absolute demo. <laughs> it's a Casio keyboard preset. <laughs> oh, or it's this. Hang on. Previously, on the only way the pressure is mounting. Will Lauren be able to pull off Essex Fashion Week? Will it rival the fashion weeks that we've seen in New York? London and Milton Keynes. Will Harry be able to do a catwalk that will be amazing for everyone without going, shut up? And will Lauren be able to put everything inside for her professional career? And will she be bogged down by Lucy? We'll find out this week on The Only Way's Exits. Doing your own echo is very professional, the girl. Thank you so much. I sort of kind of went into a zone there where I sort of kind of blacked out. You really did. It was excellent. And I think, I'm just, sure the listeners agree. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. It all just sort of like came out in that moment. I also thought of a very funny story very quickly because it reminded me of the keyboard situation was, as you may remember, listener, in the olden days when you had the when the keyboard was sort of like the height of entertainment in a music lesson um i don't even remember but there used to be that button that you'd press and you'd be like bj do you remember <laughs> and i remember there was this one boy in my class that would continuously press that all the way through the music <laughs> lesson to the point where the music teacher turned around and went if you press that one more time you're getting kicked out of this class <laughs> and it was so quiet. <laughs> it was so quiet for what felt like an eternity. And then he said, DJ. DJ. I remember there was that like sex noise that was on it as well. There was like, mm. <laughs> oh, you know what, Nicole? Hold on one moment because. Someone is telling a story about having exactly the same experience, and I'm about to get this queued up for you and the listeners. I thought you were gonna be like, You've started that story. I was like, Maybe I have, <laughs> maybe I just like imagined it that it was something that happened to me. No, hold on, listeners. And the I'm giving a shout out here to JJ Everett Rose on TikTok. Okay, year nine, so your first music lesson. JJ. Oh. Uh, guys, can we not press the DJ button on the keyboards, please? DJ! Uh, guys, what did I just say? Uh, 
Okay, okay, you know what? This is fine. Just nobody press the lady having an orgasm button. Yeah. <laughs> there I we told go. You. I told you. It's the it's the ah uh, that I remember as well. <laughs> the DJ thing is just so like weirdly funny as well. In the DJ. 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 The DJ. <laughs> How many times do you think they got him to retake that? <laughs> Unfortunately, there wasn't enough on the DJ. So if you do that again, oh, yeah, okay, right, okay. DJ. Okay, yeah, that's better. That's better. That's better. DJ. But if you um, just get it down to half a second, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I went to Raja for this. Yeah, that's fine, Steve. But if you could just do it, run it from the top again. Imagine though, imagine though, imagine though, imagine though, when you're in a club, you're on a night out, something like that. And someone goes, and one of your mates goes, you know what he's famous for, don't you? You're gonna you're gonna love this. Do you remember the keyboards that you had at school? All right, look at him, he's gonna do it. Clive, come over here, come over here, get ready, get ready. Thirty one. DJ. And I'd say, do you know what? If if he if he did that, I'd be like, I'd buy you a drink. That's what I would say. I'd say, the round's on me for you, because that has brought me so much joy over the years. <laughs> They go, they're in like Deuce's nightclub or whatever, and they go, Oh my god, you know, you know who my friends hit, get onto the DJ deck. And the DJs don't mind their own business playing bloody like Love Myself Cream Remix. <laughs> this nightclub. And you get, oh, 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 oh mate, oh, you never get to what, mate. You never get to what, oh, friend, Darren. And you know what? He's famous for He's a white celebrity, yeah? You're going to die. You're, you're going to love him. Let him step up to the mic. And the DJ Creams is like, um, sure, okay. Have you got the backing track? He doesn't need it, mate. No backing track. Okay, cool. Well, should I just dip the, the track then? Yeah, yeah. Just give him a count. You know, yeah, yeah. Just give him a three, two, one. Bang, he'll do it. Goes, okay, great. So I'll just, I'm going to wait till we get to the chorus, then we'll just let him do it. Okay. Yeah, cool. Are you ready, Steve? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Let it build. Come on, Darren, don't be a dick. Get up here. DJ! <laughs> also, I to say, it would he, that would be the kind of celebrity that they would get at the club that was like in my local area. Like because uh-huh. I remember like that would be the kind of celebrity be like, This is the guy, this is DJ and everyone would go, Yeah, like that. And everyone would pay like ten pounds to get in. I remember once <laughs> they lied and said that well, not allegedly, they allegedly lied and said that Snoop Dogg was gonna come. Oh Snoop Doggy Dog. And then they sold out the entire event and then they had to refund everyone because uh, it was a lie. But actually, Scott Disick actually did go to that. <gasps> My God, you got you got the Lord. The Lord. I wasn't there, unfortunately. I was away. But like, hold on, oh. let me just... I've only... Hold on. I bet you regret going on that holiday. I was... No, I, was, I think it was after I had left that area. Hold on. Um. Let me put it in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I said, there's absolutely no fucking way he's gone there. Yes. Is is that from the night? Nicole is showing me everyone a photo where everyone attending looked like they were a ghost. (laughs) Scott Disick is in the venue. (laughs) Can I try this? Hold on. 
I think you've got to like get it to sort of focus, maybe. Oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah, great. So there's some sort of security behind Scott Disick, whose winter coat is very much open. And Jean from the Tills at Nationwide has got her arms stuck out. Red let trying me to give tell him a you, hug. Let me tell you. Apparently he walked in and he wore down. <laughs> he walked in and he wore down. Oh yeah, it was a drive by. Look, he looks absolutely Oh my gosh, you need to die of this picture. <laughs> Look at this man who looks like one of the Oppenheimer twins behind him. <laughs> It's the V-neck that everyone was really rocking at that time. Liverpool you know Echo, shout out to them. I might be, I might be rocking that. Out. I might be putting that on the Instagram for this, for this. Please do. We can get that photo more coverage. I, I absolutely should. He looks absolutely fucking thrilled to be there. Right. So speaking so, of the Oppenheimer twins, thrilled to be there. So we get Ham, 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 Sam, and Harry. Who? Amy, oh. Sam, and Harry in a beauty wholesalers. Lauren Did, so calls. I, I was wondering what that was. I was that, like, is that B and M? What is let that? Let me tell you, my friend. That is a beauty wholesalers. I don't think I've ever been to a beauty wholesalers. I think they are for whole buyers. Sorry. Not a euphemism. (laughs) A euphemism. So Lauren calls Amy about London Fashion Week. And can I just say her eyebrows look absolutely fucking insane. (laughs) As she wants Amy to be in the fashion show. Amy is thrilled. Yeah, yeah. And the... (laughs) <laughs> Amy is absolutely thrilled and that Lauren has basically bestowed this honour of modelling and can I just say when she's on the phone to Lauren and she goes <gasps> and then she goes Sam she wants you to be in the fashion show that Blackberry is about five miles away from her <laughs> the acting shops aren't great in this part no, they aren't great and can I just give a shout out to Blackberries because I only ever had one once in my lifetime as a work phone and I really enjoyed it the BBM did you? I loved yeah. BBM as well. It's something, something. It was quite stressful doing those little teeny tiny keys. <laughs> that was. And a I imagine, I imagine the girls with their acrylics on those teeny tiny keys was not, <laughs> not an great. easy situation. Yeah. But Sidekick oh, was very yeah, much yeah, yeah, my yeah. phone of choice of the day. Of the day, because I wanted to be like Paris Hilton and Blair Waldorf. That makes that adds up. Absolutely. And then we go to the the um. <laughs> football field yes can i just quickly let everyone know the listeners yes. that that lauren does ask for um a really good looking guy and amy goes oh yeah really good looking guy yeah really good looking guy like that like, looking like david beckham yeah i've got one standing in front of me now and then she says to her cousin her dear cousin yeah you definitely do need spray tan harry your nose is looking bigger as well <laughs> that was rough that and was then she rough. She does. She does also say that again later <laughs> yeah. on as well. So like, let's make sure that he's a heard that comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's really sunk in. <laughs> I'm going to need him to reply so I know that he has taken that in. Yeah. So we go to the football field. We go. And to can the I just say? Field. Yes, sponsored by this song. Uh, <laughs> Arj is. It just makes sense that Arj is the goalie. And can I just say, Arj falls at one point. <laughs> And kicks his feet up a little bit in the air in an attempt to sort of like get the the um the ball. He then congratulates himself for catching the ball. But it was more like it just happened to fall 
and the ball hit him in the face. Uh, it wasn't through any skill. It was just he literally fell. He kicked his little feet up in the air, and the ball hit him straight on in, straight the, in face. the face. And then he and congratulated himself. Well, then Mark gives him great words of support. He says, he's talking to another player going, he's turned his back. He's turned <laughs> his back. You're in goal. You're using your feet. Unbelievable. And then he says, but when he did turn his back, that was literally me at every point <laughs> about through my whole schooling life. Just looking another way. Looking another but then he goes, I'm looking to go to this fashion week. I'm looking for a new bird. There'll be birds everywhere. <laughs> and then they talk about different types of models. <laughs> and he goes, they're usually thick. I know Arge goes, they're usually thick, aren't they? And Mark goes, fashion models? Oh, they're usually intelligent. Glamour models are a bit dizzy. Sorry, Sam. Sam, Sam, Sam. <laughs> I know, rude. And then he goes, are you going to be chasing after Lydia? And then they t- and he turns and goes, the other guys, do you think you should go after Lydia? And then one of the guys just goes, embarrassing. Slammed. <laughs> Slammed. There's something about the deadpan. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, we go back to Amy and uh, and Sam and Harry at the... Again, can I just say, something I noted was that there was absolutely no music underneath. Yeah. It was literally yeah. like you could hear on the shoppers. <laughs> there's, there's more music in this podcast than there was on this episode. Of Towie. This episode. I thought I could hear the rain on the roof, the corrugated iron <laughs> roof, <laughs> the old sailors. I could just hear like... And that's it. Just absolutely no music, and it was just I can literally hear like the tills going off in the background. It was <laughs> so someone going like, Doreen, Doreen, can you get to aisle five? Yeah, Doreen, yes, you need to stock up on eyelashes, girl. Yeah, right. how much? How much are the maxi pads going for again? Three pound fifty, three pound fifty, three pound fifty. No, not the large, not the large, not the I've heavy got a gloves, Costco's heavy card. Gloves. This isn't Costco's, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, into my break. Um, so then we go to uh, we go absolutely Bob the Builder to Mark's <laughs> bar, Deuce's bar, where he has got a thick knit on. Um, Arge <laughs> seems to be wearing three coats, but what we do get here is the birth yes. of the crushed velvet sofas, yes, with the diamonds in them. Yes, goes, that's a bit of class, that is, yeah. And Nanny Pat goes, that's going to set you back a couple of bobbers in it. <laughs> but that is the... And then he talks... Well, and then he goes on to talk about the different areas of the bar. And he goes, over there, champagne exclusive. Champagne Ooh. only area. Two grand a table. What? Yeah, that's two grand a table is steep. If you have found yourself... Now, I'm going to say this to you now. If you were at Deuce's nightclub on a crushed velvet sofa, <laughs> spending two grand on a champagne-only area, um, <laughs> I say I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I I'd say leave and get a taxi to um somewhere in the London area where you'll get that for less money and have less um scratches from diamonds in the crushed velvet. Which have probably already fallen off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go get a direct line straight to Whiskey Mist and join a table for free. Whiskey Mist? Yep. Do I say that with All the ease right. of someone who's been there more than once? Absolutely. 
Did you hear that Nobu got a shout out? And I was like, oh, there we <laughs> oh, go. Oh, someone's been there. A couple of people have been there that we know. A couple of people were there and realised looked... I could barely afford it and got about three pieces of station left. For the listener, just let's just say a couple of people at the common I know may have gone to the Nobu in the Mayfair area of London and sat down, looked at that menu and thought, oh, this is a bit pricier than I was thinking. <laughs> I want to say we got three plays. And I think I think a lychee martini and then we left. Yeah. And then left. And then we but left. they treated us like we deserved to be there. We just did not have the finances to yes. accommodate yes. that. However, we did get into fisticuffs with someone at a karaoke box before we left. <laughs> yeah. Before we left to go to Nobu. So we went from bad service to good service. <laughs> so... That was that's a, that's kind of nice. All we rock out, we do a karaoke box, booster cuffs, no boo. Leave after this a, a starter. Yeah, like, that's where we're at. It. We can't get to dessert or maids. No, I remember looking at my bank account that night, going, "It's just about gonna just about cover it." I genuinely thought this can't be right. <laughs> Surely, it was like it was like it was a lot. It was a lot of money. It's wild. It was too much anyway, but anyway, Mark had the money for that at the time. He's got the money for the 2K a pop champagne exclusive. Champagne exclusive. Of course, it little knickers outside. <laughs> <laughs> then people know it's a classy place. That's what I'm saying. And then we go to Kirk, um, who is discussing with... What's her name again? Is her name Candy? And his cronies. Yeah, Kirk and his crony. Candy and Michael, is it? Candy and Michael, I think. And they're discussing Mark's new club. And can I just say, Kirk goes straight to violence as soon as he hears about it. Unbelievable scenes. And unbelievable scenes. He goes, oh, I can't wait to see him fall on his ass. All right, Kirk, chill out. I know. And the scene that we'll come to later after the ad break is honestly like watching David Attenborough's A Natural World <laughs> as two of them try to face off so weakly so weekly and then there's a little jack oh anyway anyway so we we so we get a bit of that and then we go to the showdown of the century showdown of the century a titan upon titan icon upon icon what i love is lauren pretending to move a couple of dresses before lucy gets into the room (laughs) she's looking a bit she's pretending to be interested with the dresses that she's looking in looking at and then as soon as Lucy comes in, she's like, all right. And then Lucy's like, I, oh, <laughs> here we go. And then she goes, Lucy goes, um, I would like to be involved quite heavily with the process. And Lauren's like, well, no one else can be lift about it, but sure, you can be involved if you want. And Lucy goes, pretty much. And then she also goes, I'd like to be involved in the makeup. And I said, I don't think that should be something that you should be involved in personally. If we're going by let's your own approach to yourself. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. So where are my notes here? It it was just so funny when she's like, you know, everyone else is being really easy going and, you know, whatever. And I also don't care about you, Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just FYI. And then, I don't care about you, Mark. And then we go to ad break on Lauren, absolutely stony faced oh, as Lucy lives. 
But also like Lucy's line of going, well, yeah, that's very grown up and very professional. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. So we come back after the ad break, which is probably for something like Daz. And the people arrive, models get ready. Amy and Sam talk about Kate Moss wanting Kate's to be mama. a farmer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and Cheryl and for this is that Cheryl Tweedy formerly known as Cole formerly known as Fernandez Rossini formerly known as just Cheryl um, performing on the X Factor and I was assuming it was for Fight for This Love yeah I assume so because that was quite big at the time wasn't it Um, which for the listener you gonna fight 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 for this love and she was wearing army outfits. And I think, did she do it to get the choreo? If everyone listeners, anyone, maybe UK listeners, if you remember Girls Aloud did a show where they all went off and pursued the talent they were interested in. So mm. Kimberly Walsh was musical theatre. Cheryl's was like street dance dancing. And I think, and then she got to work with Will I Am, and then they choreographed this routine, I think, in that show. Anyway, that's a little tidbit for the listener. That is. Um, I, did, did you notice they started dipping the swears in the audio? Yes. Really weird. I, I don't know why. That was so weird. I was going to bring it up as well. Speaking of audio, speaking of headsets, um, what was making me scream was um, Lauren's headset was revealing all of her clippings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, babes. But you know what, right? Can I just say? Yeah. She looked really pretty with yeah. the very little amount of makeup that she had on. Yes. Yeah. It does make me wonder if I think we touched on it last week's episode, um, which listeners you will have seen came out on Monday, um, that they maybe they don't know how to do their makeup for television. Yes. And so they just don't. It's just all over the place. So it's either way too much or... Then they land on it like Lauren has, where it kind of works for television and works for like probably if she went out, you wouldn't think any different. A trendsetter. Trendsetter, um, Lauren Goodyear. I always, don't... always go on. No, sorry. No, no, I can't. I can't remember where I was going to go with that. Carry on. Um, that Amy does let us know that Cheryl did have a waxwork, and she yeah. said, "How do they make it? Step into a pile of wax, probably." So, Madam Two Swords, get in no, touch. No, he's not Madame Two Swords. <laughs> I actually interviewed for a job at Madame Two Swords. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Um, I did work for the Merlin Entertainment family. Work. Yeah, family at one point. Well, yeah. Um, yep, yep. Unfortunately, I was not qualified to work at a wax museum. <laughs> um, but I will let you all guess which other one that I did end up working for. I actually realised, I think I went for an interview at a Merlin Entertainment family job. Did you? The same one? Mm-hmm. The one that I no, did? different, different one. More local to us. Let me tell you, the one that I worked at, you would have fit right in. Oh, great. I'll take that as yeah. a compliment because I didn't get that job at the other one. So Yeah, that I, I, would, I would say now that there yeah. is a specific clientele yeah. that works at each of them. And each of them attracts a certain kind of person. Yeah, 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 okay. And I would say that there was a good reason as to why I went for another I went for another Merlin attraction as well. I didn't get that either. But the one that mm. I did get makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showbiz. Makes a lot of sense. Um, um anyway, back to speaking of showbiz, back to showbiz. showbiz. What I enjoyed was when it was Mark and Arge by the bar and the fashion show just seemed to be sort of happening as if it was yes. some sort of art installation. Yes, yes, yes. 
just sort of in the background. And then Mark was like to the two women on the side, oh, what are you doing? Are you models? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, meanwhile, in the foreground, you just saw people's legs walking up and down the catwalk. It was pretty you odd. Could just, you could hear the clomp, clomp, clomp of the <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the background. Clomp, it, was, clomp. it was very art installation vibes. Um, um, Mark being the most on-the-nose wingman for Arge ever. Terrible, terrible job. Oh, he's a bit shy. <laughs> and then okay. Arge looking like he was about to have a panic attack. And <laughs> yeah. Literally. And then we have... Oh, yeah, so then Lauren comes over with Lucy's dresses for Sam and Amy. They're shitting yeah, yeah. them right away. They're literally yeah. like, this is not for me. No, These thank you very much. These yeah. are terrible. These are the worst things I've ever seen. Which, to be fair, actually, of the time, yeah, they were nice. Yeah. Would I have rocked them? Potentially not. not. Absolutely not. But I like the fact they all started to bond a little bit. And I, and also I like the fact that Sam said to Lauren, Well, this is your day, as if it was her wedding yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we go to we go to uh Candy and Kirk and we see the sen- the second showdown of the century. Yep. Of Mark and Kirk. Yeah. We get <clears throat> the water uh juggling jiggling as these two titans clash yes titans of business titans of business clashing titans of fashion titans of culture essex culture yes 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 i like the passive aggressiveness of it yeah through smiles and gritted teeth they basically just go yeah yeah well yeah so i'll I'll see you there then yeah yeah wish you all the best with that yeah yeah we'll shake on that shall we yeah 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 didn't that happen to do oh no don't say that do you know what listener well as nicole's asked a great question i'm gonna do a little bit of life research Tappy, I tap, swear tap, it tap. did. I swear no, it did. Quick, like, doesn't it? Doesn't that happen the day after it opened? Deuces insurance allegedly. What happened if this was a satellite? It was Julian from the management company <laughs> round the back alley. Like it was one of the Oppenheimer twins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oppenheim. Yes, you're not far wrong. Told you. Hang on. So was it, it deuces? Says, so I'm going to go to the independent website. Of I could course. have gone to other sources, but I'm just picking that. So in for the listeners, uh, hold on, hold on a moment, because this feels like some news, and it feels appropriate for that news to have appropriate music to accompany it. And that music is. So, according to the independent website, reality TV personality Mark Wright has been found not guilty of using threatening behaviour towards a man outside a nightclub. (gasps) Wright told police he saw red after hearing Tom Grantham, 21, say he was going to throw a brick through the window of Deuce's (gasps) bar and lounge, an Essex bar in which he had invested money. A court heard a tussle ensued, but Wright, who appears on the series the only way as Essex, claimed he only wanted to protect himself. So that seems to be to do with assault. But also, do you know who testified? Another minor celeb, Jack Tweed. No. Yeah. Um, and then if we go back to Let's Have a Little Loose, it says in, that was 4th of August 2011. Yeah. Jack Tweed, I think, was the other owner of that club. 
Yes. So we go to the mirror. The only way is Essex Blaze Horror at New Nightclub. Blaze Horror. Blaze Horror. Um, We're laughing everyone because everyone was fine then. Was everyone it? was fine. It says, this is classic The Mirror. <clears throat> there was always going to be blazing rails at the new club on the only way is Essex, <laughs> but I didn't expect an arson attack. Gutted to hear that the new horn on the ITV2 reality show, due to officially open its doors last night, burst into flames in the early hours of yesterday morning. A few hours earlier, it had been full of seriously orange men and women filming a new episode of Atali. <laughs> Rude. But police aren't blaming the fake turn. Instead, they suspect arson. <laughs> Literally quite jokes. Quite, quite funny. Article, apart from the fire. And want to know fire. about anyone seen looking more suspicious than normal. <laughs> More suspicious than normal. Outside, that's quite a funny written article. I know. I have to scroll up to the author. Outside juices in Chigwell. On Thursday night, club owner Mark Wright, 23, and his pal Jack Toy, 23, played host to the ITV2 stars Amy Child, 20, Kurt Norcross, 22, and brackets my favourite, Arge, who came along in fancy dress with around 200 others. For a Halloween bash, by the looks of it. Oh, we get another That's terrible. That's going to be next week. Yeah, but that's been put on the back burner because just a few hours after Tommy's cast left the premises, too soon. Too a brick too soon. A brick was thrown through a window, and the club's bar area was burned to a crisp. <laughs> that's awful. Anyway, and that article was written by Clemmy Moody and Sarah Teto of the. Mirror. There was two people that wrote that. It took two people to write that article and i say article in the loosest sense of the words in the loosest sense there was some zingers in there though it was oh, it's been put on the back burner i say burner um so then burner. one of the models it's weird nicole it, do you know sometimes in life you get these things that people call coincidences yes yes and sometimes people might say oh coincidence is it a plan is there's no such thing but on a reality show Sometimes it's called scheduling. And one of the models, it turns out, Essex Fashion Week has dropped out. And Lauren turns to Mark Wright and says, No way. Yeah, no, you go. You're a bit short. But she offers him the opportunity. There's a flirtation between them. I need to do, you know, when Vanity Fair do those. Things of like a director going through what went through the, <laughs> yeah. the scene. That yeah. is what I'm about to do audio wise for yeah. the specific scene. Okay, great. So we have so before the scene happens, let's do the context, let's do the setup. Yeah. Oppenheimer twin comes up to Lauren and goes, We need another model. Is Mark gonna yeah. do it? She goes, Absolutely not, Mark's not gonna do it. He goes, Mark is gonna do it. Yeah. You're gonna have to get it together, Mark's gonna do it. And she was like, He's not gonna do it. Anyway, they agree that he's gonna do it. We then yep. cut to that next scene. Lauren's hair is now 20 times bigger than it was in the previous scene. They've obviously said to Mark, walk over there and speak to Lauren. Yeah. And he walks over and goes, hi, yeah, how are you doing? Lauren turns round with her again 20 times bigger and rivaling the hair of the cowardly lion from The Wizard of Oz. With... <laughs> with a shit ton more makeup on and as she turns they zoom into her face and she goes oh mark you'll never believe it that one of the models has dropped out and the way she says that 
it's not the best acting I've ever seen in my entire life. And then she goes, will you step in, Mark? And then it cuts straight to Mark. Again, a small zoom in. And he looks confused. He looks bewildered. And he goes, hey, mortal. And then she goes, yeah. And then he goes, all right. And I thought that was a masterpiece because there was about 80,000 different things that was happening in that scene. Every time we've seen Lauren through this episode, she was wearing more and more makeup. And I said, when is this going to finish? In fact, there was one moment where we had the Lucy and Amy showdown, Lucy, Amy and Sam showdown, where Sam and Amy go, oh, well, we need to go and do our hair and makeup now. Now? Now you've got a full bouffant. You've got a full face. How much more makeup are they going to put on you? Anyway, that's the end of my scene description. Thank you for that analysis of the scene by, excuse me, Aria T. Fair. Yes. <laughs> um so then we get for anyone who is not familiar with this person's work he was a fixture <laughs> around the early 2000s and i can't remember which song exactly of his it is that that was played in the scene but i think it was this and he was big i saw him support i think plan b Yes. And so we get the example music kicks in. And then, oh. hold on. Hold on a sec. Hold on a wait. A a second. It's a familiar face in the crowd, though. <laughs> he reminds me of someone. He looks. Is that Colin Farrell? Is that the Colin Farrell who Arge spots? And there is a guy like him. in the row behind Kurt. I know, that's a different person, sorry. Uh, yeah, and they, the guy does look. I feel like they did hire a lookalike. They absolutely the had lookalike. But I think that they had a whole thing where they were like, do you know what? We're going to. Oh no, my battery's running low. No! Oh, oh dear. Wow, we better. Like, you're going to hear this at like high speed, listeners. Hold on, no way. No, Can you plug it, it in? Normally, when that happens, that means we've literally got seconds. Okay, cut. You go hold and plug on, hold it on. in. For the listener, while this happens and Nicole deals with some tech issues, I'm going to play this in for you. I think that um, it might just be me here on the call. So I'm going to pause the recording. Now I'm trying to turn the captions into Romanian. Oh. Hide captions. There we go. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Which is odd because normally it has longer battery. Maybe it's this anyway. But let's not do let's, let's finish with the laptop. I would just off. like to caveat that with Nicole's talking about her laptop. Yes. Why did it sound like it was talking about something else? <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. You excuse me. <laughs> See, look, it's such a great name for a podcast because you can always use it. You can always plug your own podcast in everyday life. Um, every, every, everyday life. <laughs> everyday life. So we spot the Colin Farrell lookalike and then a 
A guy in the row behind Kirk calls Amy fit. And he right. turns and says, <laughs> she's coming home with me, which is great. Exactly. It is. And on the wide shot of Amy, it appears that some people are trapped in a small cage. <laughs> <laughs> Off to the side, I just, I clocked that and I said, I hope those people are okay. Because they all seem to be standing in some white prison. They've which... gone to um, that same karaoke place we went to, which is like a padded cell. Yes, that's itself. <laughs> that's itself. Um, and then Arch is trying to work out what's going on between Mark and Lucy. Yes. And can I ask where this fashion show in general, as you touched on, there are some people in a cage, which is concerning. Yeah. I'm wondering where it's taking place because is it in a garden centre back lot? Because the <laughs> atmos is very confusing. It is very confusing. I wonder if I wonder if they put that little cage thing in there and they said that's edgy, you can whack that in there. But it's got yeah. your absolute classic um men's working club chairs. <laughs> absolutely classic. You know those ones that absolutely reek of cigarettes. Yes. Or they got on the line yes. to that beauty wholesalers and were like, bring, 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 bring. Hello, beauty wholesalers, Chingford. Oh hi, we're filming for Anywhere's Essex Towie, um, a series one, ITV B or ITV two at the time. And just wondering, we're looking for a venue to film a fashion show. Do you think you could sort of shove all your shelves to one side? <laughs> then we could just throw Sleep up, up morning. Yeah. <laughs> And film there. Um, let me just check for manager Doreen. One second, Doreen. Do you think we can film a fashion show here, hon? Yeah. Yeah. No problem, guys. Just coming on down. See you on Saturday. Um. So then we see Mark blazing the runway in what I can only describe as a Ryanair's customer service manager blazer. Um, and then we get Lauren gets all the desires out, but Lucy, yes, yes, she thanks everyone apart from her. Um, Lucy, <laughs> we then see Mark and Lauren pound down the runway, and I say, Power couple, power couple. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I was talking just about before this podcast that I only like to make friends with people who think exactly like me, and that's just proven my point. <laughs> Power couple. Oh, so, and I say I ship them, and I want them to be together forever. <laughs> yeah. I wish they were still together now. I know Lucy's fuming, and Arj is confused. Um, Which doesn't make things any different for us, to be honest. The up the Oppenhans thank the Fashion Week apprentice. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to backstage to the listeners. Uh, Mark gets um I'd like to say that every time Mark comes through those quilted doors, he gets lost in them every single time. Ah, like he's <laughs> on the crystal maze looking for Richard <laughs> O'Brien. <laughs> He always gets a little bit caught in them and a bit confused about how to get through it. <laughs> and we see the return of our old friend from many a previous episode. Mark enters stage left through the curtains 15 minutes later. <laughs> Look, Lauren, I just wanted to say that I think you've done a really good job tonight. Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, honey. That's really nice. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I'm really proud of you in what you've done in the 
even though we've gone our separate ways, just wanted to let you know that we've done a really good job. Oh, thank, thanks, honey. That's really nice. And then he says, "You better not drink and cause dramas." Oh yeah, it's club. She says, and I know we've been split up for six months. And then she goes, "June 29th, you threw me out." <laughs> It was June 29th. June 29th. Mark Batty Dory's listeners. He threw her out. <laughs> we shouldn't do that as like, excuse me day. Oh my June God. 29th. Listeners, June 29th, excuse me day. Get in touch with us about that. I think it's June 29th. I remember Mark. <laughs> All right, well. And she's like, best luck to you, to you and Lucy. We've, we've done, we've grown up, haven't we, Mark? <clears throat> yes, we have. And then he leaves and gets stuck in the curtain for three hours. <laughs> Can I just say, I'd love to, if they could, because I had to write all this down. Yes. It's so, I'm just going to take us back to the beginning of this track. No, 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 please do, please do. So, firstly, he does actually at the beginning do a bit of vulnerability and he shares his nerves about the bar. But then we go through all that we've just recapped and she says, June 29th, you threw me out. Excuse me, day, actually, it turned out. And she, he says... Never have I once said I'm going to get back with you or that there's a future. And can I just refer everyone back to, I believe, episode one and or two where Mark talks about marriage and getting engaged. But okay. Yes. Sure. And then Laura says, really? Really? Are you actually lying to yourself or me? You try to make yourself sound better. You're rude. Good luck to you and Lucy. I'll rise above it. Be civil. I'm very, very happy. I'm not stronger in myself now. I'll always care about you, I always will. And to that lovely speech, Mark just goes, I just wanted to congratulate you. And see. Be civil. <laughs> Be civil. Be civil. And that's where we leave ourselves in the Fashion Week, Essex Fashion Week. Um, Nicole, do you want to tee up for the listeners what's coming? Next. Yes, I do. Hold Next on, let me get in the zone. Let me get That's in the zone. That's not a problem. You get in the zone. You do what your process is. Okay. Okay. You tell me. You ready? Yeah. And action. Next week, it's a scary, spooky, and we're not talking about Amy's fake sand. We see a couple of horrors, and we're not talking about Arge trying to hit on Lydia. We've got Halloween, Deuces Nightclub, and a big night between Nodge and Lydia, potentially. See you there. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> and let's remember, these people are real. Hang on. <laughs> and let's remember, these people are real. Just for the listeners, Nicole sat back from the screen and then almost leapt forward to say, let's not forget, these people are real. These people are real. The fantasy may be fake, but the people are all real, even though some of what you may see has been set up for production purposes. <laughs> purposes. Purposes. <laughs> purposes. And that sometimes might be Lauren Goodyear's hair being <laughs> ten times bigger than it was in the previous scene. And that might be Mark Wright saying today, tomorrow, when he's not sure what day or tomorrow it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> tomorrow today today tomorrow okay mark can you just do us one when you say today yes yeah, so anyway nanny pat yeah i'm seeing jess tomorrow and cut it was today mark oh shit sorry and nanny pat i'm gonna see jess today yep okay great mark can you do this one that says tomorrow sure and action a real nanny pat i'm gonna see jessica today no cut mark it's tomorrow now okay we've moved on <laughs> oh yeah and action nanny pat yeah i'm gonna go and see oh, jess okay. tomorrow oh shit i uh, fuck um, uh, forget it, Mark. We'll just do it in post. <laughs> also, Jess, if you could turn up in a different outfit, in the same outfit, because it is supposed to be the same day. Oh, you've turned up in a completely different, different outfit. outfit. Okay. Yeah. okay, that's Great. fine. We've not got to the Bake Off days where they wear the same clothes two days in a row. For continuity, yes. that's fine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, what was it we were saying the other day that sounds like someone's dropped in the audio? Oh, well, it was. <laughs> so we were talking about. Do you know what? This actually came off my Twitter feed today, actually, which is very funny. In EastEnders, sometimes when it's like a, a day or an event that's that's happening, they'll do an ADR. So we have this thing in the UK called Pancake Day. I don't think that's. I think Pancake Day is a UK I thing. Yeah, I feel it's like it Shrove is, yeah. Tuesday for everyone. Yes, because Ash Wednesday is today, and yesterday was yes. Shrove Tuesday. A little peek behind the curtain there of the timeline. Yes, exactly. And um, so so for example, in EastEnders, they'll be like oh bloody hell what a great day we're having today i can't believe that it's shrove tuesday and I can't, i'm so excited about that can't wait to celebrate shrove tuesday it's good what a great day oh my god tracy when you get behind the bar girl don't you remember that tomorrow's deal still has my toss because that's why i'm getting fancy dress what <laughs> all the dead people from Wolford start <laughs> crumbling around <laughs> it's what Dios Dios de los Muertos oh yeah yeah I know it well oh my favourite holiday yeah I've seen Coco <laughs> or EastEnders just gets a dub a telenovela dub of like Oh, hola, Tracy. Hey, hey, mañana es los días de los muertos. Así, ¿por qué? No sé, ¿por qué? El día necesita, se llama alguna, no today. King's coronation. <laughs> Ashi kata alfi kata boy a la playa e mañana porque es la redacted no <laughs> not that not that tell me on this podcast will be shut down whoops <laughs> Oops. Um, so listeners thank you for joining us thank you so much for joining us listeners it's been fun to have this towie ride with you and we are going to be coming back with episode seven of the anyways essex series Next one week 
um, when we will get to see a preview of Deuce's Nightclub, which by the sounds of it does not last long due to a brick through the window. <laughs> Thank goodness no one was harmed. <laughs> Thank goodness no one was harmed. Allegedly, allegedly. Um... Allegedly, allegedly. I'm pretty sure no one was harmed. <laughs> we actually don't know. So allegedly, allegedly, no one was harmed. Who knows? Someone get a bloody CSR on that immediately. So- Maybe this is, it needs to be a documentary done on Deuce's nightclub. I'm not it- saying there does. No. The only thing that survived was Nanny Pat's sausage roll. Um, yeah, well, the way that she cooks it. <laughs> yeah, she didn't speak Got that, well. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a solid re-entry point there after that other reference. So, um, but listeners, oh Carl, tell the listeners where they can find us. You can find us on Instagram and excuse me, pod. <laughs> Correct. You can find us on Gmail. Uh, excuse me, pod team at gmail.com. You can find us on rss you can find us on spotify you can find us on amazon music yes very nice little jingle for you there you can find us on a weekday you can find us on a weekend i don't care how you find us but you just find us if you can yes well done but please do find us <laughs> you can reach us on spotify spotify you can reach us on amazon music music and if you're feeling lost just hit up rss.com take or leave it a bit of kath and kim not kath and kim kim and what were they called Kath and Kim is a show. I know that. I realised that when I said that. Kim and insert sister's name. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We love you. Let's play a out, Nicole. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. It was Mel and Kim. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You can reach out.